Oh, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, my fellow Trash Talkers. Whatever time you are tuning in, I am glad to have you on board once again. You're listening to Trash Talk with D Bork, and I'm your host, Dave Bork. It is Saturday, the 23rd of December, 2023, and we are doing a little Christmas Day, Boxing Day hoops preview, given that Santa has decided to arrive on Monday this year. We're going to talk some episode 11, Christmas, Boxing Day, basketball today. So, and it might give you guys something to listen to on on Christmas Eve, and obviously before uh, the big, big day ahead that we have coming up on the NBA calendar, probably the best day of the year on the NBA calendar. As always, we'll run through best of the best real quick. Time to take out the trash. There is one team that will stay in the trash for as long as... (laughs) As long as this losing streak continues, we'll then run through all games on Boxing Day or Christmas Day, wherever you are listening in the world right now, uh, and we'll go through our best bets for all those games coming up. As always, keep an eye out on Instagram and TikTok at Trash Talk with D Bork for those. We'll have some. We'll probably have some same game parlays for just about all games coming up on Christmas or Boxing Day for you all. So. Why don't we start with our best of the best for the past week. Milwaukee, they are riding high on a six-game winning streak right now. They went 3-0 for the week, 128-119 to versus the Houston Rockets, 132-119 to against the San Antonio Spurs, then held on 118-114 to against a very good Orlando Magic team. But the reason why this team is absolutely rolling right now on a six-game winning streak, Giannis has been balling out of his mind and on this stretch he's gone 37 10 and 6 11 14 and 16 assists uh, an enormous triple double there 26 17 and 3 he also had 64 against the indiana pacers on this six game winning streak obviously a little bit of a talking point i guess with that with uh, oscar shibway uh, stealing the basketball after the game thinking that i guess his first points in the nba which Granted, it is it is pretty pretty historic for for a rookie to get their first points on the board, but I think uh, the Bucks playing at home, you've got to be giving that game ball away to Giannis Antetokounmpo, <laughs> scoring a franchise record sixty four points. But anyway, that's that's between those two teams to to sort out. But yeah, the Bucks have been playing some very very good basketball, and they will feature on Christmas Day playing in New York. We'll hit on that a little bit later. But yeah, this team seems to be moving in the right direction, courtesy of the Greek freak. Another team who's playing some very good basketball right now out east is the Chicago Bulls. I know, they've been in the trash a little bit this year, but they are playing some very, very good basketball. They've won their last three games as well. Probably should be five. They lost on the buzzer to the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler. But to recap their three-game winning streak, 108-104 to at the Philadelphia 76ers, then destroyed the Lakers at home, 124-108. to That was, yeah, interesting to say the least. And 114-95 to against the San Antonio Spurs. I think the biggest thing of the lot to take away from this current winning streak that the Chicago Bulls are going on right now is Kobe White. And he is making some serious claims for the Most Improved Player Award. He scored 20-plus points in seven out of the last eight games for the Chicago Bulls. They seem to be playing much better basketball without Zach Levine. And we've mentioned it a lot in the past that a trade is probably imminent for Levine. 
whether or not they're moving him away, they're moving Caruso away, I'm not sure for some of the some of the heavy hitters who will be looking to make a move. But there's no doubt this Bulls team should be all steam ahead for Kobe White to continue his level of play and allow him to just continue to grow into the young superstar that he's turning out to be right now. And I think Tyrese Maxey probably had the most improved player award wrapped up. If you've, it, it is, it's so hard because it was somewhat expected of Maxi this year to to go off, and he has been phenomenal. He obviously has without James Harden, so he knew that the jump in numbers was going to happen. But there's been a push from the likes of Kobe White, from the likes of Scotty Barnes, even in Toronto as well, that are really playing some some very good basketball right now for their team, and they're almost somewhat jumping out of the page knowingly that they it wasn't going to happen for them this year like that's to me that's that's what the most improved awards all about it's about players that have taken a complete jump when it's unexpected Tyrese Maxey's jump was expected maybe not to the level that he's going because he's playing some ridiculous basketball right now and he, as he has been for the entire season but i see this award as one that you've got to give it to guys that you did not expect to be playing incredibly good basketball and you know someone like Kobe White who was in the G League for a lot of last season too so he was somewhat on the way out and since Levine's injury he's just gone absolutely berserk so he's yeah he's one to watch for that award he's you're looking at around plus 600 or plus 700 about Kobe White right now and I don't think it's the worst play especially if the Bulls do move Zach Levine on he's going to have the keys to Chicago's offense for the rest of the season and if he's going to keep scoring the ball at this clip there's no reason to believe that he's not every single chance of winning the most improved award it is a bit of a popularity award and whatnot which is why Maxi is pretty short right now as well but I don't know I'd be I'd be chiming into Kobe White if you want a little play at that for sure Anyway, that is our best of the best for the week. As always, like we said, it's going to be a, a bit of a quick one. The main focus today is on the Boxing Day or, or Christmas Day basketball in America. So why don't we get to our trash pile for this week? Because I think everyone's going to know who's in this one. Well, Trashman knows exactly who they're picking up this week. It's the Detroit Pistons. They continually stay in our trash because... Boy, oh boy, are they just absolutely horrific. They really are. They have now lost 25 straight games. They just lost to the Utah Jazz G League team. It may as well have been the G League team because they had no Larry and no Jordan Clarkson, no Taylor Horton Tucker. They had no one yesterday. And the Pistons, losers of 24 straight games, were one and a half, two-point favorites at home. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I could never take that regardless of who was out for Utah because you can't be backing any team as a favorite that's lost that many games in a row. But that was awful from them. And it was, it was played pretty tight for, I guess, the majority of that contest. You know, Detroit got out to a lead, then Utah went on a run, and it was back and forth a bit for those last six minutes of that contest. But then Utah just went ahead because they knew they were playing a team who simply just doesn't know how to win games. They don't. It's embarrassing right now for them. You know, it was tough watch seeing Cade Cunningham after in the press conference saying, you know, we're really not that bad to be a 2-26 and team. Well, I'm sorry, Cade, but you are. <laughs> it's awful to watch. And 
And if you look at their stretch for the rest of this calendar year, they now travel to the Brooklyn Nets, get a home-and-home home against them, so Brooklyn then come back to Detroit, then finish the year at Boston. You, you wouldn't think Boston's going to allow them to, to be the streak-breaker there, then finish against the Toronto Raptors on New Year's Eve. It's really hard to see this team get a win for the rest of 2023. So I feel as if we are going to see the all-time record. We mentioned in last our last episode that the Philadelphia 76ers obviously hold that in a single calendar season. Then obviously over two seasons, 28 was the number for the all-time record. And you'd like to think that that record is getting broken before New Year's Eve for sure. I can't see him winning any of these last four games for the rest of the year. So that'll be 29 heading into the 2024 year or are they going to give their fans something to be happy about on new year's eve and celebrate in detroit against the toronto raptors i don't think so time's gonna tell there some tough times for monty williams he's paid some serious money yikes yikes anyway like i said that's a quick quick little trash hit for this week why don't we have a look ahead now to some boxing days slash christmas day basketball in the states First up, extremely early, the Knicks have been a staple of Christmas Day games, haven't they? What? Playing the Milwaukee Bucks. The Knicks playing some good basketball right now. They're in fifth, facing the Bucks, who are in second place at the moment in the Eastern Conference. Overall, on Christmas Day, the New York Knicks are 23-32. and 32. I dare say it's uh, somewhat of a similar record to something like the Dallas Cowboys who always feature on, on Thanksgiving and don't have the best of records there. They're kind of somewhat used to letting their fans down on a, on a big day and you look at a matchup like this and with the way the Bucks are playing right now, the Knicks not playing the best defense of all time, Milwaukee just absolutely destroyed them in the in-season quarterfinal matchup in their last meeting. The Bucks did shoot the ball extremely well as well, we'll say that. But this contest probably should have some points in it. Last time, they did have already faced each other on Christmas Day as well. Back in 2018, much different teams, of course, but Giannis was still around for the Bucks. They won 109-95 to with Giannis going for 30 points, 14 rebounds and 3 assists. In that contest, none of the Knicks that are currently on their lineup right now were in that rotation so you think that they're going to play much better basketball there i think you're also going to see a lot more points in this contest on christmas day so our best bet for this game is going to be over the game total as always with these best bets we're going to post on tiktok and instagram probably on australia's christmas day night before the games begin this game tipping off at 4 a.m. on Boxing Day here in Sydney. That's going to be tough to wake up for, but we will be waking up. <laughs> we will be watching. It should be an entertaining game, but I think in the end, the Bucks should be too good. It's going to have some points in it. Dame and Giannis, I think Dame's kind of been looking forward to, to something like this for quite some time to lead his team out on Christmas Day over there. And, I mean, it's going to be a tough tough place to, to spend Christmas in New York, seriously. <laughs> I think everyone's going to be fine with that. But good luck to the Knicks fans out there. I hope they can come up with the goods for you. But yeah, we'll be going with the over in that contest. Next up, somewhat early out in Denver. This tips off at 6.30 a.m. Sydney time. You're getting the Denver Nuggets up against the Golden State Warriors. The Denver Nuggets in third spot right now with Golden State in 11th. They're on mini, mini little winning streak themselves. Denver's won their last two 
while the Golden State Warriors have won their last three games. Denver at 19 and 10 with the Warriors very inconsistently at 13 and 14. Clay Thompson is starting to play some good basketball, so he's slowly getting himself out of the trash pile that he was in a few weeks ago. There's still no news on Draymond Green at the moment, and uh, I guess if you if you we're kind of leaning towards the Christmas theme right now. The Grinch will not be playing on Christmas Day. They both won last year on Christmas. Denver defeating the Phoenix Suns in Phoenix, 128 to 125 in overtime. While the Golden State Warriors travelled to the Memphis Grizzlies last year on Christmas and they won 123 to 109. I think the cream rises to the top. In this contest, uh, Denver currently right now minus five and a half. That'll be our best bet there. You'd like to think Steph Curry's going to have himself a very Merry Christmas in Denver. He's got about probably 25 to 30 points in him. But for them to be any chance of staying in this game, they really need Clay Thompson to continue his latest streak of playing some pretty good basketball. This team did knock off the Boston Celtics on Thursday at home. So... They've got to get that kind of form going on the road, which they haven't been all that great this season. So, and yeah, Denver. I don't couldn't tell you the last time Denver actually played on Christmas Day at home. So I think they're going to give their fans something to cheer about. The reigning NBA champions. That, like I said, they're third right now. They don't even look like they're playing their best basketball, but they are going to be there when it when it matters most this year. So give me the Nuggets minus five and a half as our best bet in the second game of the day. In my opinion, the third game going on on Christmas Day is the best of the best. It's probably the biggest rivalry in sport, especially historically speaking. The Los Angeles Lakers facing off against the Boston Celtics. You've got the Lakers in 10th spot right now, traveling up against the Boston Celtics who are in first out east and almost first overall just outside Minnesota. The Lakers have dropped off of late, though. They've had a pretty bad week in a bit. They are 15-14, and 14, while the Boston Celtics at 21-6. and 6. LA have lost four straight. Probably should have been in the trash, but we figured we'd give Detroit their, their spot in the sun, I guess, just being the only team in the trash. But the Lakers have been playing some bad, bad basketball. You've had LeBron miss. LeBron missed a game earlier in the week. AD, you never know what AD you're really going to get, let's be honest. Uh, and Boston... Boston losing to the Golden State Warriors, like we mentioned before, in a in a very very exciting exciting matchup there. Then had a back to back against the Sacramento Kings. Probably thought they were in a in a lot of trouble against Sacramento, especially on a back to back with no Jason Tatum, and they took care of business. They destroyed Sac and Sac are a tough basketball team to beat at home, especially over the last couple of years. And Boston just destroyed them really. So yeah, you'd like to think Boston are going to be pretty tough to beat on this occasion on Christmas. Going back to last year's Christmas Day for both teams, the Lakers lost 124 to 115 versus the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic, while the Boston Celtics touched up the Milwaukee Bucks 139 to 118 in this one. So we'll look at our best bet for this contest and go with the Boston Celtics on the money line. You're getting $1.80 or minus $1.20, you're thinking about there. They seemingly have it all together right now and should be far too good for a Lakers team who's still trying to figure things out. They've just got Gabe Vincent back in their lineup, so you'd think eventually they're going to get it right. Like Getting him, I guess, back into the rotation or you know, figuring out where he fits into the rotation, the Lakers will 
start to win some ball games. It just might take some time for you know the next the next few games until they can get it figured out. Because he was a it was a pretty big off season acquisition for them. So yeah, they'd want to get it right with him. But you'd think that Boston are going to have far too much for this Lakers team, even on the road. As much as LeBron loves playing on Christmas Day, he really does. Next up, a bit of a later start for Miami. I mean, I'm surprised that we don't have a little bit of a flip in time, but here we are. Miami Heat facing off against the Philadelphia 76ers. Miami the sixth seed right now, facing off against Philly in third spot out east. Both are playing some some very good basketball, especially more so of recent times. This has been a big rivalry out east. Miami have given Philly a lot of issues in the past. They really have. And... You know, you look at it this season, Miami have really found a gem with Amy Harkes Jr. And at draft time, you saw when he was drafted to the Miami Heat, you knew he was going to be a guy straight away because he was ready to play. You didn't have to wait with him. You just knew that he was ready to go. And now they've had him in the starting lineup of recent times, and he should be there to stay, to be honest with you. He's arguably the third-best rookie in this rookie pool outside of, you know, Chad Holmgren and Victor Wembanyama, you'd have to put him in a top three. He's almost a lock to be all-rookie first team because he is contributing. He really is. Philly won last year on Christmas Day, 119 to 112 against the Knicks, where Miami did not face anyone on Christmas Day. And of recent times, Philly have won seven out of their last eight. And the big reason for that, Joel Embiid, bead, 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 bead. I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of watching the big fella. He goes to the line a lot, but I guess most of the premier players in the league do. But you can't you can't not be a fan of what he's done in his last eight games, which obviously Philly have won seven of their last eight, and he's making a huge push for back-to-back MVPs right now. In his run... This is his last eight games. 51 points and 12 rebounds. 40 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists. 42 points, 15 rebounds. 35 points, 13 rebounds. 41 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. 34, 11, and 6. 38 and 14. And finally, 50, 13, and 7. He's playing some ridiculous, ridiculous good basketball right now. I know, as we said, he gets the line a lot. But at the end of the day, if you... If you can't guard him, he's just going to be able to score on you or score on you at the line. So I think Miami have got to do their best to double him. It's probably their best matchup they got is obviously with Bam Adebayo, who's given Embiid some problems in the past. So they'll definitely be going straight back to that and will look to get some help. You're not going to double him off Tyrese Maxey, but you're going to make a guy like, I don't know, Tobias Harris beat you. On an instance like that, or Nick Batum, if he's ready, healthy, ready to go, you've got to get others to beat you, especially on your home floor. Miami are tough to beat on their home floor as well. They're going to bring plenty of energy. You'd like to think that the crowd's going to get there early enough off uh, off Christmas lunch, but I guess we will see. If they are there late, our best bet is going to be the Philadelphia 76ers on the money line. You're getting minus 105 or $1.95 about them. Or probably a same game probably with Joel Embiid over just about anything because you know you see those numbers right now and as good as the defender as Bam Adebayo is Embiid's still going to find a way to get his numbers because Philly just they have to go through him it's as simple as that so yeah I'd be looking to go with Joel over points or PRA or whatever it doesn't matter he's going over 
And last but not least, in the afternoon slate, if you are still enjoying some Christmas leftovers here in Sydney on Boxing Day, let's go with Phoenix up against the Dallas Mavericks. And of recent times, this has been a very, very spicy rivalry. It really has. The Phoenix Suns are currently ninth out west, while the Dallas Mavericks are in sixth. Last year, Dallas, like we mentioned before, winning 124 to 115 against the Lakers, while the Phoenix Suns lost against the Denver Nuggets 128 to 125 in overtime. Dallas have missed Kyrie Irving a fair bit in their most recent times. They've kind of been up and down a lot over the course of the season. But you know, once you once you get Kyrie Irving back in this lineup, you think this team's going to be moving in that right direction. They're still obviously leading in their division, but Probably more so, I mean, as good as Luca's obviously been playing, they're leading their division thanks to Dante Exum. <laughs> I think a lot of people probably thought they were going to struggle to win a lot of games once Kyrie went down, but Exum has been incredible in his absence. And if once you get Kyrie Irving back in this lineup, if you can get Exum playing that well off the bench, leading that you know, bench brigade with the likes of Tim Hardaway, Josh Green and whatnot, I think you're going to get a lot of energy coming off the Dallas Pine and they will have full confidence in him leading the way given the way that he has played without Kyrie Irving in that starting lineup. While you look at the Phoenix Suns right now, they simply can't get their big three on the court together. <laughs> they had it for, I think, a two-game stretch and then Bradley Beal unfortunately rolled his ankle. So he's missed a lot of time this season. The Suns, are similar to, I guess, the Lakers to a certain degree, they're 14 and 13, spin up and down like a yo-yo. You never know what Phoenix Suns team you're going to get while Dallas have found ways to win without Kyrie at 16 and 11. If you're looking at your best bet with Kyrie a chance to play in this game, you'd probably want to be taking Dallas right now. And Luca always seems to own the Suns. He really does. He and Devin Booker don't like each other all that much. So I'd be leaning towards Dallas and Luca over the points in this contest. Like we mentioned before, we will be posting our best bets or you know, same-game parlays and whatnot on TikTok and Instagram, at Trash Talk with D-Ball. Keep following away on that. Hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The more, the merrier. I apologize for not getting any question time in for this episode. Santa decided that he wanted to come on Monday, like we said, so this has pushed this episode forward a little bit, but I'm glad we could... We could talk some hoops because this is one of the best days of the basketball calendar year on American Christmas, Australian Boxing Day. Uh, we are going to have some NFL on Boxing Day as well at the same time, but this day has always been about the NBA, so look forward to some great hoops. We get some great basketball games coming up, and they're always fun to watch. When you can simply sit back and go bang, 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 bang. You don't have to switch between games and whatnot. You just get a full, full slate. So it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun for basketball fans out there, and I can't wait to talk all about it on our next episode. We'll definitely cover that again. But I hope everyone enjoys the Christmas hangover or Christmas coma of food that we've always got going on. It's, uh, it's always a great day. Things are starting to heat up over here in Sydney, so we're hoping for a very, very good day on Christmas Day, hopefully some leftovers to for us to watch some hoops. I know in the States it's starting to get a bit cold, but as they know, a white Christmas is always a good one. So I hope everyone has an amazing, amazing day, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, whatever you want to do it. Enjoy. Enjoy some great hoops. 
Hope you all get some very nice presents. Have a drink or two, lemonade or beverage, whatever you prefer. (laughs) We'll be back again next week on Wednesday for our NFL pod and then back to regular scheduled programming on Monday for the NBA. As always, I hope everyone has an amazing Christmas. Enjoy your time with your family and friends. This has been Trash Talk with D-Bork. I am out of here. Merry Christmas, everyone.